Hi, everyone, and welcome to the As I Amber podcast. I'm Amber, and I love to talk about music, travel, society, and pop culture. On today's episode, which is the first episode of 2023 for me, is Samuel, and we got Tim, and we got Mildred, and we are all going to be talking about the Best Man Holiday series, or the Best Man series, which is on the Peacock so for those who may or may not know, The Best Man was a movie that came out in 1999, produced and directed by Spike Lee's cousin, Malcolm Lee, and it grossed a lot of money and was great representation for Black people. Some people have different opinions, but uh, I think it was a came through a time where a living single and Martin and certain shows depicting everyday Black life were needed. And so Malcolm's Best Man series came out right around the time of The Wood and different movies like that. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to be discussing that tonight. And as well, as you may or may not know, the sequel, The Best Man Holiday, came out in 2013. And then now, more presently, December 2022 was when it was released on the streaming service Peacock, the series about the group of friends. So... I wanted to know y'all your thoughts. So uh, whoever wants to chime in first, what was your take of the Best Man series? So, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead, Samuel. Like, you find out something like, ooh, okay. But uh, <laughs> but no, I, I'll just be honest. Um, Overall, you know, I've, I've enjoyed the Best Man series in general. I feel like... Uh, it was aspirational. Like even when I was younger, it showed healthy relationships with black men. It showed black men as a, as a unit, you know, you always had, you know, each character represents different aspects of, of black men that I think don't get talked about a lot. Like you got that one homie, like Tim, who's going to say, nah, man, just straight up. That ain't it. That ain't what we do. And mm-hmm. he's your friend, but he's going to tell you that's not what we do. Like Terrence mm-hmm. Howard's character is, you know, you got, the one friend that's kind of like uh, Merch's character, who's maybe a little bit more timid or reserved, but, you know, still is a man in his own right. That's the aspect of masculinity. Then you mm-hmm. had, like, you know, uh, Harper's character or Tay Diggs' character. Then you had, you know, uh, Morris Chestnut's character. And I feel like it it was a balanced representation. It gave us something to aspire for, which was healthy Black marriages and families, but it was honest, too. It, it didn't really sugarcoat the challenges that come with it. Um, and I, I think it was an accurate portrayal. I also don't, you know, I also think we should hesitate between letting shows represent all the Blackness, but I think if it's if that's what it takes for people to see Black men in a, a different light, a more positive light, I think it accomplished that goal. It showed healthy Black families, but it, it gave a voice to Black men, I think, because our story gets kind of told in a different way. And this mm-hmm. kind of centered around a black male cast, and then it fused the black family, in which I think was a good touch. Yeah, just to piggyback off of uh, what Sam was saying, uh, as a you know younger, I didn't think about it as much, but then when I got older, of course, watching the new miniseries, man, most all of the men were successful black men, and not in a um, you know normal like a thuggish type of street way. It was all legitimate. You know, one was inherited wealth. Um, you know, one you know football star, one writer, you know, other was a lawyer. Um, I think that was that's the other four. So out, outside of that, and then again, their wives and their counterparts. One ran a, a, a you know a kitchen. He was you know give back for the community. One was going through their doctoral. The other was a a, a business mogul in her own right. And mm-hmm. um, you know, so I, I it made me feel it makes me feel good because again. You know, a lot of times, I mean, most of the times, 99, 70.2% of the time, we don't get shows like that. It's not where everybody's doing their thing. Everybody's being successful. Everybody is um, what we would call, um, what I like to call European successful, where, hey, man, we got businesses, we have this, we got Mm -hmm. this and that. And it's hard because usually, again, it's mostly thuggish and all that. So I liked it. And another part that I liked about the miniseries was the quality of it meaning that it was well 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 funded it was real the camera work like i usually because me i have i do <laughs> photography and yes. it's, it's, it's stuff on the side so it's hard for me when i watch a video and movie when i'm because i always like oh, they, oh, the edit was wrong or look yeah. at the light look at color 
I maybe had one or two things I said maybe that I saw. And that was like something just, you know, maybe like a bad cut and something like that. But other than that, I mean, it, there was nothing that I saw that I could just think, oh, man, that's cheap. Everything was seemed yeah. above board, uh, above par, on point. And it seemed like they gave us the funds to actually put our like, because, again, if everybody's multimillionaires or have money, you know, you would want to present that as well. So, you know, you the pictures and how they do stuff, it's not cheap. So I, I really, really appreciate that about the miniseries. Mm-hmm. Um, you all gave some really good answers um, or just thoughts. Um, I will agree with a lot of um, what you all were saying. Um, the, the one thing that I remember, because I also, now it's funny, The Best Man Holiday, I've seen that too, but I'm more connected with the first one that was produced um with this one I don't know the only thing that I remember um about the holiday is just the wife dying and that was just so traumatic for me but um but like you said looking at it back then and now looking at it now in the series that just portrayed like you did see great representation um you also saw you can actually see yourself in the characters, no matter what stage of life you were going through. Um, because these are things that we as African-Americans, we deal with. And sometimes it can be maybe not taken seriously. Like the, when, um, you know, about our health, like that's real for, for us black people. We don't like to go to the doctor. We think, oh, I'm going to be fine. I'm good. So it was actually good to see, okay, I'm not going to work myself to death. I'm really going to take time to take care of myself. So I really, really love to see that. I love that part in the movie, in the series. One part I would like to drill down on a little bit is Merch's character. Um, because you know, I you know, it's an eye opener for me because the Sam said I can I can honestly say that I I know as a friend I I can be hard sometimes and joke a lot, and mm-hmm. um you know, and it's not necessarily a thing that I like I try to find people that are weak. I joke with everybody. I don't care who you are, what you know. I joke with everyone, but sometimes you have to remember like every you know a lot all of my friends joke. We we pretty much joke, but then we have a few of our friends that don't joke as hard as we do, and when looking again, doing, looking back at it, I can see like merch and some of them. And it's like, oh man, I need to make sure I let him know. I respect him. I let, I need to let him know, Hey, I, you know, I, you, my friend. So we, you know, I joke with you and I don't want you to take these jokes as, I, I, you know, question your manhood. I'm questioning your sanity and anything. So, you know, I had to actually check myself on one of those things. I had been doing it, but um, with seeing that in person and him saying it, it was a scene where, um, I forgot, where, I forgot, who was he? I think he was talking to um, Terrence. Terrence. Quentin. He was talking to Quentin, and he was explaining to him about his, like, you know, hey, no, I'm not like this. The jokes and this and that. And again, it made sense because again, not you know, every you know, not to say he doesn't like the joke, but that's not him. He's not going to mm-hmm. joke all day long. He's not going to be, you know, rah, 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 I'm ready to, you know, knock somebody out. Because as you saw the sequence with him and the woman, the, the white woman, I ain't going to lie, that was one of my favorite parts where he just kept, <laughs> it just kept playing it. Because at first I was like, please don't go out bad. Don't go out bad. Because I thought he was going to keep yeah. going out bad, but then it kept respond, responding it. But again, that's the part of black masculinity that, again, needs to be shown. Because again, all black males, even, even me, myself, you know, I have merch qualities as well in me as well it may not show it as much but i do have some sort of things i'm not always raw and upset to do things so i'd like that they show different qualities like with quentin quentin's um they say he's a playboy but i don't think quentin necessarily is a playboy now now quentin's more of a just he's kind of honest like he was he's like really really honest about things and like real straightforward and which is tough to take that sometimes because if he tells you about yourself like with the part when um when Tay Diggs was talking to his wife about the child and she was saying how long you took and accepted it for 10 years. And then Tay Diggs, I mean, then Quentin go, uh, real talk. And then she looked at him, he was like, keep your name. My, like, I mean, he was telling, I mean, that <laughs> even though he tried to, he tried to bring it down with some comedy at the end, what he was saying was the truth. Like, you know, how, you know, it's like, well, how can you talk about this man? And you had a whole child that didn't know I was a father for 10 years and didn't mm-hmm. tell nobody. So, you know, again, it's, un- it's it's the truth, but it's uncomfortable. But I'm glad it was shown on the screen because, again, 
you know, it's like, why, you know, how is that not fair, but like, how can you make a statement about something that's remotely re even around then? It's like, man, you had a whole decade, didn't tell nobody, just kept mm -hmm. acting the way. And then all of a sudden you just drop into somebody's lap. Oh yeah, boop. She's a real daughter, dog. Like, oh wow, that's <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> you know, thank you. I thought um, like what you all were saying about the representation, because we don't really see everyday black life sometimes. Everybody either has to be extreme black excellence or extreme poverty, trauma, slavery. And so it's like <laughs> a breath of fresh air, not knocking yes. other um, directors or producers, because sometimes some people who are not black and some people who are black need to know history. But over mm -hmm. sometimes the things that get greenlit, the things that are pushed all the time in front of our face is not always the best reflection. And I know as black people, we are not a monolith. Everybody has a different upbringing, different outlook and bring something different to the table. So with that being said, I love the fact that they showed black male friendships because yeah. that's something that's not really like exactly. you all talked about. Every show is like the four girlfriends and their trauma and their drama, blah, blah, blah. Yes. And so um, NBC has another show called Grand Crew. It's a little I different. Just, I just saw that <laughs> after because it came on right after the miniseries <laughs> came on. I mean, my wife was watching it. Cause I had, I liked it. I always liked the promos they shot. And then I just never, you know, got around to it because it's only online streaming. And I'm like, man, you know, whatever. So just so happened it came on, I'm, we own it now. I mean, I think yeah. we were in What's three the name episodes of it? in. Grand Crew. Grand Crew. Check it out now. It's good. Okay. It's good. It's, but I mean, it's, it's showing the things that like the, the black male version of Insecure or the differences oh, okay. that people go through as in this day and age it's showing the multi-layered black man basically it shows that we're not just either super gangster or super soft or or super just anything hey we're just like air people sometimes we're aggressive sometimes we're soft sometimes we cry sometimes we joke and it's <laughs> it shows the multi-layered black man which is almost great. like we human right <laughs> right i like we're right? just normal people yeah and one thing that i noticed um, I pay attention to little stuff like each episode was named of the best man series was named after a black author so one book that I've read because Mildred and I are part of a book club but one of the episodes was called An American Marriage and that is a book by a black that author is... called Tayari um, Jones and I noticed like how each book or each episode was named after you know, some a person of color that wrote something or produced something before. So the attention to details was spot on. However, mm -hmm. I rewatched or I kind of did like the Cliff Notes, Spark Notes version of the first Best Man that came out in 99 and then the Best Man Holiday that came out in 2013. And I think it's really interesting because I need a season two. Their friend group is very layered and mm -hmm. messy. And I think life is messy. And yes. I was looking at the friend group and I was like, hold up, hold up, time out. Did anybody peep how Harper um, proposed to Robin right. at, at Lance's and Mia's wedding? Like, right. you know, that's a whole social media posting. Like, would you ever propose at someone's wedding? Like, yeah. that's their day. That's right. Messy. Harper was just messy all around. And then... Did you peep how Harper and Robin named their baby girl after Mia, the chick that you slept with? Like, like, like. <laughs> well, I think Harper, that, yeah. And then Harper, you add to it, you show up at the event and you insert yourself into the event with the movie. Like, dog, I just see you and you, <laughs> you still just keep making it about you. And Harper was the worst character there because every move he made was about himself and it was crazy to me because like it would it used to be like little stuff like the house mm -hmm. and then like because the way they wrote it, he's like i just want to help and provide for you i'm like did you not just hear what this woman said she said she cool where she at she yeah. cool where she at so why wouldn't you just like do something baller and just buy another crib somewhere around the block make like or buy two put them together like you got the money you got the money but now you want to go to to the upper east side right but then your wife tell you i'm already fine i'm happy where are you at you but then you still don't sit back and say you know what? this is for me you won't say hey you know what? i'm not doing this for y'all really this is i want mm -hmm. the big i need the accreditation i need all of this and it's like man he's terrible he was terrible but he's but he's always been that way even in if you go like she was just saying in 99 
he didn't propose to Robin because oh that's the right thing to do. He did it for himself. To get out yeah. the heat because of all of the things that happened before and, that. And you know you kind of he see- wrote that book for himself because I wouldn't have did that. I wouldn't have mentioned all of that what he did, but he he did it for himself. I'm be honest, like the common thread <laughs> is him kind of living in the shadow of his homie. And yep. I think as every man, you kind of you you either been through that moment or you know somebody where it's like they around somebody who's more than them at that moment. And they mm-hmm. don't know how to stand in it. So they have to do things to to bring that attention back to them. And, and Tim knows how that is because you you have that one person where it's like, I'm not even a threat to you. I'm not even worried about what you got going on. But you keep subconsciously trying to surpass me or compare to me and the book and always the need to be validated. That's a common thread throughout all of them. It's like, I have to be validated. I got my wife. I got my family. I got money, but I need this award to say that I'm valuable. Like they all had midlife crises in the middle of it. And yeah, one thing, yeah, one thing that I wanted to, to I, as much as I love Nia Long as an actress, her character Jordan, um, I'm <laughs> single. I'm not married, but she she did not. That was not a good representation for me. In my opinion, I love Nia Long. Great actress, beautiful gowns, beautiful girl. But Jordan and boundaries, because <laughs> it, it wasn't any boundaries. And I didn't like that because it just reinforces the stereotype that some people believe that men and women, especially if people, someone is married and someone is single, they can't be friends. And Jordan mm-hmm. didn't have boundaries when her homeboy got married. Like well, see, I, I I never thought of it that in that manner about the the stereotype between male and female friendship, but I, I always looked at it in an honest way. Um, sometimes some women, um, instead of they know what's right, I, I'll just say it like that, they know what's right. They know they shouldn't do, they shouldn't do this. They know, but they'll still do it because of whatever reason. Like she said with uh, Dietrich, she was stigmatized. Like, you know, she knew he was no good. He kept doing whatever. But because of the physical attraction at the time, she couldn't tell him no. She would just be sick and doing all this stuff. And, and until she got a full break heart, uh, she really couldn't re- stop. She really did not reject Harper up until she had to go through all of that, all that until the end. And then it was like, you know what? I, you know, I, I actually care more about you than in the rest of that stuff. So I'm going to say no this time. I'm going to actually say no. But as you said, that was her first time setting boundaries because with Dietrich, I mean, dude just came in. He could fly, you know, fly in places and, you know, cummerbunds and all this other stuff. And it's like, that sounds cool. But like what, what there was a reason why he left you the first season and you Thanks. already said there was something that happened. But now you're not even putting the guard up. You get all this down. And then all of a sudden now he's in the private prisons, and even though what he said was actually very was very it's very he said some very valid things about the private prison he still is in private prison so so, you know it's right we're not denying that you're right right. about the private but that doesn't mean that i gotta still rock with it right right, still i'm still gonna rock with it but see again (laughs) he see but see that goes back to uh, go i go into like with sam's uh you know series with being uh i don't know if we should be cursing that but being an f-boy um like you know men I, you know, because I've been in that position, I can't lie and say I haven't. I, you know, if I know a woman may be physical or emotionally weak at a certain time towards me, I'm going to try it. Like I would have tried it. And then, especially, I got a jet, a boat, uh, a Brooklyn condo, a giant condo. Oh, man, please. I'm coming through with the roses. I'm coming. I'm laying it all down. So, so, but, but again, it's also, but that's what it means. It's reality. It shows like, hey, people, you know, because a lot of people online, Mm-hmm. Hey, I want I want to be this. I want to run on, but then you get it and don't realize what has came with it or what comes along mm-hmm. with those type of things. Like like um, Terrence Howard, uh, not Terrence Howard, Quincy saying he didn't know if he wanted to live in her shot. Um, I can never say her name. Uh, Gia Zijana Jamor's profile because literally they were <laughs> they were the same. But if you were to like see them outside, you wouldn't say Quincy and him. You would say her name and then Quincy's name. You would say, right? You know, oh yeah, that's the guy. He owns hotels. I know that, but that's she's the actress. So and mm-hmm. again, even still though, if you look think about it, he ended up becoming in the shadow still and was okay with it because of the he the feelings he had for his wife because exactly. she she was still bigger for him. But that's why I said it doesn't it 
sometimes men will say something and it's just because it's not the that per partner because he said i didn't want to be in the shadow and turn around was in her shadow genuinely mm -hmm. You know, the one thing I will say, and I agree with Amber, I didn't like uh, Jordan's character. I feel like it could have, she could have been more fleshed out because they still didn't. I, I'm not saying everybody's going to have a happy ending, but they didn't really explore, I guess, her character. Like, if, if her character loved Harper the whole time and that was really the, the drawing force or the driving force, they can't just be cool at the end because you didn't. You know, you you destroyed your marriage pretty much. <laughs> you 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 know you was with Shorty at the crib, and it's like, okay, so there ain't nothing that's gonna happen with that. We're gonna still be good friends. Like <laughs> yeah. I think I think I think they're gonna use that to continue the series. I think yes. because because they left a lot of stuff open, and I'm sure with the reviews that's going on, I think they're gonna come back to it. But sense. as you said, that that was an, another thing too about calling open-ended. Um uh Harper's wife, I cannot think of her name. Um, Robin. I always call them by the real name. Robin. Robin. Her and flirting with with the uh, Neo Soul brother. How did like? Yeah. How did, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it like this. Now is yeah, she bro. wrong? I ain't gonna say she wrong or none because I know what her past been. So I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, as an objective viewer, it's like first off they developed that and then just kind of went away. It's like it just developed and then she never had to like a tone or speak to that or make mention. And again, not saying she had to, I'm not trying to, you know, be one of them guys, but it's like, dang, that was kind of a plot line that they just threw up. And then and all the of a sudden- The emotional affair, the yeah. emotional, because she saw that, you know, it, it was really interesting because she has a hardworking man that's writing, caring about this. And, and then you look at her and you're like, she's always been the outsider to his friend group. Like mm -hmm. she wasn't friends with them, all of them. She's always supported him. But yeah. it was just really interesting to see the different phases that people go through in their relationships mm -hmm. because the dynamics change. And mm -hmm. I was just like, you gonna take the baby all the way to Africa? Like, yeah, and she did. And she totally I took love it. that though. I, I it, it totally, it totally matches good. her personality. And I was just, because she's always been that person that you know, dance to her, her own beat of the drum. Like she really wasn't trying to fit in with the friends either. She knew she was an outsider, but I, I really love that. I think when she went, when they went to over that Island, when Quentin was getting married to the first young lady and just how she just, and they did that little spiritual retreat, <laughs> and, <laughs> which was crazy. And it's she like, I don't know, she entered this like enlightenment moment. And I, so I knew like something was going to happen. And I felt like, I thought she was going to go back to that place. Cause you know, she met the shelf and things like that. But I, I really liked that part of it. It didn't mean that she was going to stay there forever, but I love that. The fact that she was like, you know what? I'm capable of taking my daughter back to the motherland where she will the people she around will look like her she don't have to worry about anybody looking at her hair like she wouldn't have to deal with the things if she was still staying where he had moved them in that in that neighborhood going to that private school and you know all of that but can we say just to be, be honest because everything you said i 102 percent <laughs> agree with you but she was talking about being selfish in those uh one-on-one -on -one meetings with the counselor she chose to make the ultimate selfish move. And I'm and again not saying she's wrong, not saying there was anything wrong, but at that moment, she chose to make the ultimate one as a dig to him to kind of let her know, like, look, this is how I've been feeling since this period. You just I've expressed it to you. I tried to talk to you. I tried to say, hey, can we get this? Hey, I don't want to do this. And you didn't understand. So the only way that you can understand is I'm actually right. going to pick the biggest thing that I can do for myself. Right. Go all the way to another country with your daughter right. and mm -hmm. tell you you can come whenever you want to come. You know, you can. Hey, right. And yeah, guess, guess who he still chose, though. But guess who he still chose? Himself. He himself. Told himself. <laughs> And you Listen, know, I told you Harper was the worst one. Can we speak yeah. on that, yo? Because first one. off, I see the play of them introducing Aya Haska, and after Will Smith mentioned him using Aya Haska, now mm. black people use I see the play that y'all got. But <laughs> on a separate though, that same note, I kind of didn't like how his homies, they made a good point, but I would have got mad. My homies like, bro, you can write anywhere. Like, you're missing the point, fam. Like, 
That's the ultimate decision. He was, they were trying to school him on how to save his marriage if that's what he wanted to do. They were, so I think that was good because that's facts. Like you could write he anywhere. Didn't. He wanted his, he wanted what he wanted he and wanted how he wanted, he wanted it. And he any self-destruction. That's self what it is. You know, my thing is I, I get what they were saying about uh he could have wrote anywhere and and to choose his family. And I get the I get the overwhelming narrative of him being in control of everything, and she just wanted to be in control of something. But for me, I was just like, "Look, you say you want to move to the West Coast, cool. It's fine. Mexico, maybe. Cool. You <laughs> gonna move saying. to Ghana and I'm say you can visit the motherland? <laughs> Ghana? I can't just visit because, like, as she, as she knows, I'm a now. I now I'm a movie. I do movies. I do all this. But see, this is where I I hate how they wrote it. Like, he yeah. didn't even seem to try on anything. Like, it felt like he didn't even, like, you know, like, with the merch uh, character. He didn't seem like, hey, man, no, nah, you know, we need to know. Right. Or, you know, or right. my wife, you know, she want this building. So I couldn't get this building. I, you know, so I tried. I'm going to get this. You know, it just seemed like every chance he just Anything said, you know, that oh, well, she yeah. came up with, he did not. The only thing that gave me a little light when he showed up at her award. But then he still ended up like, oh, they wanted me to go to the after party. You don't even have to bring that up. <laughs> just talking. I'm like, this, this you don't even have to bring that just up. Be quiet sometimes. Just be quiet. Yes. It's like, um, yeah. After, after all of that, like Tim said, but we still not gonna acknowledge that you wanted to buy the building because a dude grows seeds. Listen, listen. Like, so now I gotta buy a building. Listen, no, look, he didn't even know who was gassing him up. He didn't no. even know who was gassing his house up when he wasn't there. So that's what I'm saying. Like exactly. he, he didn't know what was going on. But again, I can't, I cannot get mad at her because what's she supposed to do? She already, you know, she cold. Somebody else with some help, you know. I'm already emotionally attached to this man, you know. What's going on? So, you know, I I get it, but again, I just know that she never ever had that. Never was like brought up or said, or no one saw. Even like Shelby, she kept going hard about everybody else and what they was doing. But then when she found out about that, she just kind of was kind of just like, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm gonna stay out of that. But how do you all feel about? I don't think we touched on this one. Was um with um, Morris Chestnut and with his son. Oh, I love it. I love that. Because I was just like, that is so black me. I feel like that powerful. definitely happened. That, that was like, I am so glad how they portrayed that. I, they did a great job in that because that's real. That was real, true actions, thoughts, what I feel like black men and even black women because I raised a son yeah. myself. Right. And so you like when you be praying like him to be gonna be gay, right. but then right. it's like if if he I was like if he does say he gay, what am I gonna say? Like how you gonna I feel? Gonna, like no, do you not gonna do this? I need to put some oil on you. Like I don't know, you know, you got to go back to you be trying to think of all these different things, and I felt like they did a great job in just showing all the emotions from, you know, from the beginning. And then his friend, all his friends knew and he didn't know because they feel like he couldn't handle it. Like, I ain't like his little <laughs> friend that was getting smart at the mouth with his dad. Because he, he's like, he said, he said he over they. I'm like, hey, look, man, I'm new, I'm, new to, I'm new to this land. I'm new to this life. All right, bro, I'm sorry. You kept saying they, I'm used to saying he. Don't be smart with me, bro. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, you know, come my, on. Only, my only thing on it the whole time when I watched it was, um, I felt like it was pretty accurate. The only thing that I just kept noticing was Morris Chestnut is that one homie who you can say the same thing to, but until they get it themselves, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. You got homies, you can say dog, da 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 da, da and they'd be like, yeah. man, I'm not hearing none of that. Yeah, you saw how he was at the beginning when he just was running through the women, just they, yeah. just they and they was telling them, and then it all it took him to himself to come through to to that realization. But if you think about it, most of them. Most of the male characters were like that. I think the thing Tim said that I I agree with the heaviest is it because I'm gonna touch on that. But he said each male character kind of in their own way had to come to their realization in their own way, and that's that's an aspect of friendship that doesn't get talked about a lot. Because like a lot of you know, a lot of women in my life, they like well, you got to talk to your friend and hold your friend accountable. Like we talk to our friends, and a lot of times we have these combos, and they say, <laughs> yeah, that's cool and do what they do complete and then, opposite and then one day they're like man well, you remember what you was talking about that day <laughs> yeah man you was right on that <laughs> yeah so yeah. but just like what he was saying with uh lj um lj it, it, it was 
the the character was such a real character because his father, as you know, us being, you know, he, he was being real spiritual. So he he tried to lean on God. And a lot of times we, you know, I don't want to tell people how what, you know, your religion is your religion. But mm-hmm. maybe God is trying to tell you to lean into love and not into hate because he maybe exactly putting you some him. maybe he's putting you something there to you know not test you. I don't know the right word, but man, he's that's your son. Regardless mm-hmm. of what you feel, dejection, disappointment, all mm-hmm. of that other stuff, man, that's mm-hmm. you and your selfishness because what you right. thought your child would be in the beginning, not because that would make him happy. If your child is happy being they, cool, right. so work with that. Like and. Uh, I, I just I, I I enjoy that that was a because again, you know, it's usually gay or something, but it's always it's usually something. So I'm glad that mm-hmm. they, they they touched on that because again, it's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I, he grooming this guy to be a top receiver, you know, I mean top cornerback, top player, and then all of a sudden that man don't want to do that. He just he wanted, you know, he wanted to be snatched and dressed, you know, dressed amazingly. So I mean, yeah. that's what he likes. So you you know, you know, yeah. I ain't gonna say, you know, if what do you what is it what does it do harboring hate? That it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't help anything or do anything. One of my other favorite even, scenes oh, though. I'm sorry, just I just one because I'm this is my personality. One of my favorite scenes though, when LJ and then went when he right when he posted it and then he was putting on makeup and then his dad came in, the face, the look that he gave his dad when his saw with the makeup on, it was like, man, I, I can't believe that this is how time I had to tell my dad and then he caught me with makeup on like I think like that look he gave because it was so real like I th- like he he posted it but he didn't really go through it in his mind and mm-hmm. then when it happened I like that realism of my dad is going to see me this way for the very first time not with me just mm-hmm. telling him normally but with me having mm-hmm. makeup blush and lipstick on and I know how he gonna react I know he ain't gonna just be okay son let me get you some eyeliner that's not how he he, he knows so he has his face was so dejected like god i can't believe this is this is what happened but again that goes back to him and his character of you know everyone has accountability in the movie and part of his accountability is you know speaking up even though it's tough it may be hey look that i don't want to be a cornerback i don't want to play corner i don't i don't want to play football well, why don't you want to play football? I don't know. I really don't know what I want to do. I really don't have an idea. I really don't know. You know, I, of course, I'm not saying he needs to go, like, oh, I'd like to dress, you know, do, but, you know, hey, I don't want to do football because that would have stopped some of the stress because then his dad would have been like, well, what you want to do? I, I don't know. Well, let's, we'll talk right. about it one day. But I, I know I don't want to keep doing football because that made him more upset, more depressed, have to go through all that. And it's like, man, I, I'm sure his dad would have been cool with him not playing football. He just had to find something else. Like, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm 16, Dad. Like you said, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going through a phase. phase mm-hmm. Football was the phase. I don't want to do it no more. Right. And then I think a lot of it is, too, that with that, it also, like, men, sometimes you're going to have to be tasked with raising children. Yeah. <laughs> like, he depended so much on <laughs> You actually have to be there and be like, yeah. no, yes. Make the decision. Yes. That is your child as well. So, and he put a lot of that on his wife. Yep. And to the fact that he didn't know what he was doing. And now that she's gone, like, I'm grieving. I'm just lost. I don't know what I wanted to because he went through some identity things himself. So, yeah, (laughs) I think that's the biggest part. He didn't know how to handle it either. I had that conversation with people, you know, the people I'm close to. And I just told them, I said, we don't own children. And I know that hurts us. But they come here with whatever they're here with, and our job is to raise them, but they're unique before we get to them. We don't own them. So you you can't feel a way about how they choose to be or who they are because they're not yours. You're just supposed to love them. And that's a hard thing because we all have a picture of how our children should be. But, you know, for me, I kept telling them, I was like, they're not harming anybody. They ain't committing no mass murders. They ain't committed no crime. They they are literally expressing themselves. And that's my child that I wipe diaper, change. But like, dude, I'm not gonna be upset at my all of a sudden I just now all of a sudden I hate them because they want to say they they. That's it, bro. That's hey. literally it, bro. All right, I guess. Yeah. That's how you want to hate and live, but that's not me. That's my child. No matter how they say it. Yeah, one thing that I wanted to talk about was the character of Merch and how, you know, some people will say, oh, he was playing daddy daycare while his wife was at school. No, he was being a parent. He was exactly. And he was taking his daughters to their activities 
And I just feel like sometimes people look down on that. And I mm-hmm. like that he had MMA fighting to get his aggressions out, a hobby that he liked that didn't have anything to do with being a caretaker or a provider. It was just a release for the stress that, you know, he was going through. Well, see, that goes into ego. a bigger... <laughs> yeah, that, that goes into a bigger issue, though. Thank you. A lot of people, when, you know... Everyone now, when I not everyone, social I like to use I say social media. Social media has a confused. Social media wants people to have a traditional relationship with modern terms. People mm-hmm. want you, they want they want to have a modern term relationship with traditional values. And instead of you having a conversation one-on-one with your partner, like this is what we're gonna do. Like this is what our conversation is gonna do. So they feel like when they see something on television or something like oh, he a this or she a that, it's like no, it's not. Shorty gotta go to she got class to, with a, to be a doctoral. That ain't easy. That ain't something to do. I'm already getting up to go to work in the morning. I'm gonna cook the food. I'm gonna get some juice. Let me take my kids to school. Like it's not. It's not like a. It's not like a. A woman's supposed to do this. Just like if your woman's the breadwinner, so you yeah. gonna sit up here and think your woman's supposed to cook and clean either she just caught through making whatever X amount of money she tired, just like you would be. So your best bet to do is to cook that food and better make sure look. But you look, know, men it, have that expectation of that's what we're supposed you know, to do. And it, but, but, see, but, but see, and I tell, and I say, I tell men, that's wrong for you to expect it if you never spoke about it. If I, if you, if I meet I agree. you, if I meet I you and me and you talk about it and I say, hey, mm-hmm. I this is what I expect and you go, Okay, then now we're on a different term. Now, if I right. get in the room and then we get together three months later and it's like, you ain't cooking, I'm mad. I took them like, bro, what you get mad? Bro, first off, I work just like you work. Second off, <laughs> why why you, why you, didn't you speak and say you thought that you wanted a woman cook? Because then I would be like, no, I can't cook. Because A, I'm not a person that want to cook every day. Sometimes I want to. But see, that goes back to man opening their mouth. Because you can't, I don't expect my wife, look at my wife. I don't expect, I never, I don't go to my wife. I, I expect you to do this because you are a woman. Like, what the because <laughs> because because I say that and because like, being again being selfish, I don't want her to come to me and say, "Oh, I expect you to because you're a man." Like, I, whoa, whoa. So yeah, you expect yeah. me to? The trash. So you expect me? You expect you know to see even with the trash. See, that's something I will take because that's no problem. Because again, a it's physically it's if we get a lot of trash, it's hard oh, yeah, for her to physically do it. But at the same time, you it's not like it's not like my wife can't touch the trash to where she can't you know get the bags together, put them there. You know, saying so that you know that you know we all can help. Like it's just like. Me like child rearing, and just because I'm married, I'm supposed to be like my wife. You why you supposed to cook, clean, the children homework? No, I mean you get tired. Hey, I do the homework. I'm not good at math. You do the math. I'm good at history. <laughs> you do the history. Like, you know, say like it's the point of it is balancing, not because you have a certain gender. You supposed to do this like that's crazy to me. It, my opinion. Bro, it that's that generational growth. <laughs> it is, and you know, because I talked to my my lady a lot. I said. I grew up watching Living Single. It wasn't the color purple. I didn't see the color purple <laughs> type of relationships growing up. Get in there, get the kid. It was never that. It was I make more money than my dude do. I be talking to my lady about this all time. Fact, Sam. That's a fact, though. Sam. That's a, like, you're right. Tim, Tim right, I said you fact. make more money than I do. I said, but you like to cut up logs, and I like to <laughs> talk about my feelings. That's the complete opposite of how our parents grew up. Like, right. But, you know, I say that just to say people say gender roles are flexible until they don't want them to be flexible. Until, until they won't do it. No more. Until, until they want to change it. Pretty much. If it's a team, whatever you got is not a, a weakness to me. It's an asset to me. If you cut up logs, my baby just cut up logs. That's all good. But if Look, we're going to have, have some heat in the wintertime. we got plenty of fuel. Like, bro, <laughs> no ego on that whatever you do well is what it helps us look better as a team and i like that they fleshed merch's character out because it's just a presumption that you just real timid they should the only thing about merch is they should have hit they should have highlighted him being a lawyer more like they should have highlighted that a little just a tad bit more you know like maybe have a case where he you know knocked it down like just a little bit more of that but i still but again i feel like with his character they made him real vulnerable to show that you know there are men that are not you know hey alpha beta male like that's stupid some males just don't want to be loud some people don't want to just be loud all the time some men don't want to just yell right. and some people don't want to lead some men don't aren't, aren't gonna say they're not leaders but like they okay with listening to what somebody else say like that's not wrong that's, that's not a bad leadership though it's not mm-hmm. a bad trait right that's not a bad trait to listen to what someone else saying say you know what you're right on that i'm gonna follow your lead because that's, that's, like, mm-hmm. if you noticed that merch was ready to ride about the situation with his wife 
But he had to take the ultimate strength to say, I'm not going to go kill this dude. My wife right. told me to let it ride because he was really ready to go. He was ready. That. That, doctor, that doctor would have got to sleep. I ain't going oh, yeah, to lie. I would have tell my wife, I'm like, oh, baby. I'm like, oh, baby, yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go to sleep, coming. baby. Go to sleep. I've been outside that man's house like, yeah, you ready for some MMA practice, my boy? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, he about to show up and, and do all those moves. But again, he can't crash out, though. That because that would have he would have crashed out. And again, that's why his has bigger strength, because at the end, you saw his wife was was on a cover of Times or something for speaking out. So, of course, I'm sure it was about him. So, again, sometimes when if he would have reacted, it could have messed her up. So sometimes you got to remember your actions can cause bad on others. And he has so, daughters yeah. too, and he right. he was showing restraint with the white lady when he had daughters because he oh, had. Boy. I got to be in restraint even when I'm being discriminated against. That's that's my test right there because I tell you if I ever because if yeah, I ever would that dog would have been throughout that that cab. I would have threw my look. I, I, first off, I would have first handed my money to the cabbie like here I got cat here, so we ain't got to talk no more. So you know I'm mm -hmm. me and you can be you can be quiet because me and you have. Settled. I gave you fifty. I don't even know where I'm going, but you got fifty in your hand. Be quiet. You, uh, you young lady with this dog. You, you got five seconds before I throw this dog out of the cab, and we just and we and, I, and I'm gonna just deal with the repercussions because right. I. No. How how do you all feel about what if that would have been any other character? It's, like see, if it would have been, they wouldn't have tried them like that. They would no. They would have tried them. If it would have been. Um, Quentin, Quentin. <laughs> they wouldn't have played with him. What like would have happened? They wouldn't have played with him like that. You don't no. think so? Not at all. And also, too, they would the certain characters they would because I I call it a LWB a lion a lion white woman like she she basically started you started back like when she started backing up from the cab. I'm like, oh no! I I started I I myself got upset because. You know, like it's like, why are you backing up? Like, I ain't even. I'm not even. I'm not even an aggressive. Now I'm getting. Now I'm getting mad because you are actually stereotyping me. And then this dog is sitting right next to my daughter. And I, you know, I got all this going on. Mine, mercy, did the best thing. Just get out. Let's walk. Yeah. With, let's just know the cat because if not, everything gonna go wrong. And then what? What then? Uh, the part which is made me think because my daughter's 12, my 11, going to be 12, and my son is five, like how they would react. It. And I kind of think my daughter really did the same thing. My, my, my daughter, I'm sure, was like, Dad, we just get another cab, dog. We ain't, ain't even use it. ain't worth it. This is not even worth it. <laughs> we're going to get another cab. So, but yeah. I'm sure, like, you know, they was like, oh, what about the trauma? Most of these kids now, I'm, you know, it's, it's sad to say, it's not even resilient, Sam. The stuff that they see on a regular basis that they inhale, it's, 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 uh -huh. it, it's numb. Like, Mm -hmm. World Star. How many times have you seen someone perish on World Star? How many times have like? And again, I'm not on TikTok and all this other stuff, but I know TikTok got all of it too. I know Instagram, you can find it. So there, it's you know, uh, you know, oh, oh, white, oh, she 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 was racist. Okay, that's that was a Tuesday. So we are gonna keep going, like you know, bro. I'm not gonna lie. And that's how those kids did the next day. They're like, oh, we're good. We're good. Like, like he thinking like, they got to sign up for therapy. Or yeah, something. They, she was like, they was like, like, what incident? What you talking about? Yeah, that was, was yesterday. I was mad <laughs> because he was technically right, but he, he had to suppress right. it again. And I was like, mm -hmm. this is a real thing where you be right, but you got to suppress yes. the anger, not be mad about the anger. The anger sit there. You'd be like, I really want to go kill somebody right now. But you, I you want, I want to go. Look, look, it'd be the person at the cash register. They mess up and give you a penny short. You ready to explode on them. And it ain't got nothing to do with that because. <laughs> got something to do with that, but see that again, it's realism because that happens. I, I mean, I haven't <laughs> gotten to that situation, but I know it's very real. Where you know, it's like you know what, I'm not about to say nothing to this person because if I do, it's gonna go too far left. And and then, like they said, they started. My one thing that I didn't like about that was when their friend like, well, you should record. You need to. He's like, I shouldn't. Have did, I shouldn't have to do anything. I mm -hmm. should be. I should just get in a tab. Oh, I'm here. Okay, and then she just walk out the cab because I'm sure if, if they were Caucasian, there wouldn't have been no argument. Mm -mm. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Can I ride with? Can I ride with you? Are you go, you going uptown? Okay, let's go. You know, it wouldn't have been no, <laughs> would have been no issue. No bit, no problem. Exactly. And one thing that I I appreciated was the evolution of Merch's wife. Because if we go back to the first best, right? Day, she right. was an exotic dancer in school. Stripper. She was already in. School. In, she was still in school. In though. school, made oh, her way to college. And <laughs> I think sometimes, it. like in media, that's not really talked about because there's plenty of 
successful, quote unquote, whatever that means to you, people who have had to pay their way through different situations that they might not be proud of. And so when shows like P-Valley and, you know, just rap culture, just in general, we hear mm -hmm. about strippers, but that helped her pay her way through school to get to where she is now and just like the mm -hmm. evolution of a person like yes. even in the the mm -hmm. best man holiday um I think they saw the video of her stripping back in the day mm -hmm. and how like she's worked so hard to get her PhD and evolve from that mm -hmm. so and then she's with merch and they're all intellectual mm -hmm. having all these conversations scholarly conversations and I think it's just a testament to how like we can stereotype and running schools running and running schools and running schools and running schools and so it's just with a testament to how we can stereotype somebody and and you don't know what they the growth or the work they've done to evolve into another person and same thing with Quentin and Shelby I love them they're hot I, I like yeah. them because they accepted each other for who they were and weren't trying to like you got to be like this even though it, it was a hot mess how they got together and all that yeah, but to right. me they were the most yeah. realistic couple because they were just themselves mm -hmm. and it talked about the real thing of like as a woman gets married to you you're gonna get those health talks like bro I don't want you to die so you're going to have to eat yes. and that's a real thing that we don't want to talk about but it's she's going to start hitting you with the yeah you got to watch your cholesterol you're going to have to watch your sugar like the the part though that struck me was with his father you know what I'm saying because his father was older and going through his own health issues and didn't yes. want to advise of it that was it was personal with me because it's actually almost so about to be a year now that I almost lost my my I lost my father and he didn't take care of himself health wise, like period. And when the guy was talking, he was like, "This is my junk. I don't want to do it. I'm this and that." It's like, it's like, why are we like that? Why, why can't we just be like, you know, what? We, I'm, 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 I'm sick. I'm, I don't, I don't remember paying this person eight times, which is crazy. So let me, uh, let me go with y'all and handle this because I don't, you know, I don't want to pay someone eight times. I don't want to fall and can't remember. I don't want this stuff. But he was just. It's a real thing, man, because like, you know, going through, you know, going through my dad with his own like cognitive issues. And the whole time I just was like, he probably knew this was coming, but his whole life, he just deflected from tough conversations and humor. And I'm like, dude, if you were afraid, I'd rather just say I'm scared because now I'm sitting here like, I got to make sure I do the opposite of this when I have kids. Like, hey, I'm, I'm genuinely scared. I'm losing my memory. Or if that happens, like, we got to have more open conversations as dads with our children because they're That's taking one. care of us. Mm -hmm. And, and one thing, yeah, one thing about it was Jordan's character had health issues. And yes. that is something that is also kind of swept under the rug because, you know, corporate America, independent woman, super powerful, right. you got this super high stress job that's yes. paying you a lot of money, but you can't even sleep at night. Like, or see. Or see. <laughs> or see. Is it worth it? And that's why yes. I appreciated the end part. Like, even if I wasn't a Beyonce fan, when she walked out in that meeting and the You Won't Break My Soul came on, I, I mm -hmm. felt that because I've quit a very stressful job before because mm -hmm. it's not worth your help. And then the conversation where she found out that she was not pregnant and right. her age and fertility, mm -hmm. I was like, did she really want a baby? Did she, you know, those kind of conversations are, are real life conversations. And I think mm -hmm. sometimes we think about health in the black community. Oh, we need to stop eating so much salt. Okay. That might be true, but there's a lot of emotional mental health stuff because she should have been with a therapist. Like mm -hmm. she was just working, 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 pushed through mm -hmm. vision board goals, boss chick. And mm -hmm. I'm just like, you need to work on yourself. So, mm -hmm. or thinking you had that, or thinking you have time. Like, okay, I'm going to take five years and do this. Okay, then in the five years that you've done it, and then you may not, okay, I'm going to do five more years. And then you don't realize that you're past 40 and you haven't, you haven't had that baby that you may have wanted. 10 years ago but you put it off to pursue whatever that career goal was yeah and i know so we do push desire, things aside yeah i know everyone's yeah. desire isn't to you know have a baby but if it is it's like we gotta take time you plan out everything else 
you gotta look, you gotta take you like, he's gonna sit you down for nine to twelve months. So and see, you know, hey, the, you know part that you, the part that you just mentioned is another dynamic. I tell my my wife all the time, I said, we're in a time where it's more socially acceptable for black women and women to be like, I just don't want to have kids. And people are like, absolutely no problem with that. Like Nia Long character didn't have kids and nobody was like, she's less than. They was just like, she don't have kids. But yeah. when when the best man came out of 99 or something, you just said you didn't want to have kids, people be like, Right. What's wrong with that? Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you yeah. still may get you still may get some looks if you say you don't want to have children. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You still may get those looks, but it's not like you're saying like back then. Cause now, shoot, it's expensive to have kids. You got aunties now. You got people saying, "I'm just gonna be <laughs> yes. the auntie." Like, I'm just gonna be the rent. Yes. That's I'm like the, the money y'all spend on daycare. Uh, what? <laughs> I can't even think about yeah. it. You gonna be in the, You gonna have your little key and donate to the door. Yes. <laughs> We're yes. about to talk, Tim, because I'm I'm trying to get ready for that lifetime. <laughs> Omg! I thank God. God I, grew, I still had grandma. <laughs> So uh -oh. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Thank God. I could not. Blessings. 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 <laughs> I'm going to rely on her mom. So that's, that's what it's going to happen. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, but I, I think they touched on so many topics in a short amount of time. And that's what the thing I was, I was reading and listening mm -hmm. to other people's thoughts. They were like, I didn't think they should have talked about that. I'm like, look. It's a show. It's these are fictional characters. You can't address every issue under the sun. But when you do have our attention and the platform and the budget, let's talk about some real things. In the budget, that part. The keyword in that budget. The they had the good lighting. The good lighting. The good lighting. Yeah, and the cast chemistry. Because sometimes yes. it's a sequel, and it'd be like it's not hitting because we didn't have it. They got the original cast. It, everybody except for Monica Calhoun who played Nia, but we know why because they had her a little part when there was like a flashback they, to an LJ. Was but I was like, she's such a good actress. She's very underrated. And I wish that they could mm -hmm. incorporate her some more, but mm -hmm. maybe in flashbacks. I don't know. But Monica Calhoun, I think her son in real life has some issues and she's a mom. So she took time away from the movie screen to be a parent, which is admirable. Mm -hmm. Like you know, mm -hmm. but I do think that she's been acting since Sister Act and Players Club. Like she's right. an actress, and we just don't see enough of her. That's all I'm right. saying. So I agree. It's good to see them use like black men and women in Hollywood to still they they need to boost the budget up because I know they spent a lot of money to get yeah. me along. Terrence mm -hmm. Howard, Sanaa Lathan, Tay Diggs, like mm -hmm. a lot of big name you know, Hollywood mm -hmm. people. So it was just nice right. to see the respect and care that is paid attention to because a lot of times mm -hmm. people don't get that budget to do those things. And if they mm -hmm. do, they got to add um, non-melanated people to the picture mm -hmm. and it mm -hmm. changes the dynamic of the show or movie. So I appreciate mm -hmm. that Malcolm Lee stayed true to the original cast. Yes, you know. I did. One of the things that I remember Morris Chestnut saying in real life, I think he was saying they they always term things as urban films with the expectation that it won't make a hundred million in the box office. So when mm -hmm. it does well, it's like, oh my God. And this series has shown people that movies with all black cast can be successful mm -hmm. and it can be successful without talking about slavery. Like, you know, I love, I love or being trash, just about being trashy. So like it's or being something messy or it's actually like real life. I call it a regular TV show, like Friends or um uh, Seinfeld or something like that. Something, <laughs> something just regular, just like it's not. Oh, he's a super thug gangster that came with the. Oh, or he's an extorting murderer. Oh, he's just regular. Oh, he's a writer. Great. Okay, I like this. I like where it's going. Yeah. <laughs> Did y'all have any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Uh, I'll start. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll start. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed it. It's very good. It's very real. It was very open and allowed them to show. I wish that they would actually do it from like the women's perspective next instead of maybe the guys. Cause like, you know, it would be interesting to kind of see how the women see the movements. Cause they kind of hit it. They hit it on it, but they really didn't 
divulge too deeply. So I think that would be a good converse visual to see. And as long as they continue to fund it budget wise, I'm watching. I'll, I'll watch it again. Yeah. 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 Peacock is getting like $5 per person per month for the streaming. Hey, hey. They got the banks. They better. They got, the they got it. Hey, Peacock gonna be the next UPN man. They got that. <laughs> they got that Fresh Prince coming too. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. I'm I didn't know if it was picked up again. Yeah, yeah. In February, but I, you know, I thought Best Man, it, like I said, they did well, and it, it just it put a good bow on it. I think, like Tim said, it, it's it's room for them to explore more. But mm-hmm. for me, as I'm getting into mid thirties now, I'm like, okay, yeah, y'all did a good job of of aging with me, so I can see. Okay, this is what I'm gonna run into in about two to five years. Like, it's gonna be my midlife crisis. Like, okay, <laughs> it did good. About you, Mildred, you had any last thoughts? Um, just it was um, really great writing. Um, I really enjoyed the different themes that were played throughout the different episodes. I will say my favorite was my favorite scene was when uh so you know uh when Terrence was trying to be this whole centered guy, but it was <laughs> something about Shelby just just knocked him off his sensor. Like he just couldn't, he didn't understand the pull, the gravitational pull that she had over him. And uh, my favorite scene was the the stripper uh, moment. And then when Candace like, yes, girl, I taught her well. That was just so funny. To me. That was so funny to me. Um, but it was so many great parts in films. You know, they didn't, it was heavy topics, but then it was also, you know, had different funny moments and light moments. So it went like, oh my God, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna be depressed from seeing all this. So they did a great job in the writing and bringing that those characters um, flash forward, seeing them progress in their, you know, later ages. Yes, well, I'm gonna wrap this up. I love everyone's opinions and thoughts on the Best Man series, and I really appreciate you all bringing different flavor to the podcast. So one of the things that I appreciated about the show was that they showed up for each other, especially Harper might have been wrong and a toxic character, but when he was going through his divorce, he was just sitting there in the dark. His homeboys came through for him, and I thought that was just like... Oh my God. And I think it was uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire playing in the background. And they were mm-hmm. playing space. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, we don't have to talk about our feelings, but if you need somebody, I'm here. And mm-hmm. the suicide and depression rate of today, I just mm-hmm. thought that was major because sometimes, even with isolation and quarantine and all that, community is everything. It is. Sometimes you just need to talk to one person. Or a group of people just know that you got someone there for you in your corner. And so to see that on camera was just a beautiful thing. So those, that's my last. I think we touched on almost everything. Almost everything. <laughs> so can anybody, I just want to see if y'all got any projects or any creative things coming up. You want to drop your usernames or anything like that? Shots by gun Instagram, shots by gun G U N N. Um, I just do creative photography and things. Um, I'm actually thinking about starting a photography podcast for photography as well. So look, be on the lookout for that. Okay, cool, cool. We know where to go. Shots by gun G U N N on the ground. Okay, what about you? I definitely say, first of all, I definitely say work with Shots by Gun. He's, he's shot and done photography for any and everybody you can think of, man. So the the, the lens is there. Um, Solomon Hill Fleet, H-I-L-L-F-L-E-E-T. Um, follow me on Insta, Twitter, all those platforms. Just working on getting more articles and working on getting more interviews. So that's that's it. What about you, Mildred? Uh, so I am not none of I'm not any of all none of that. I'm barely on Facebook, okay? But um, but this was great. I um was telling Amber when we had our book club. I'm like, girl, you need to invite me on your little on your podcast. So um this was very good. Um I enjoyed the conversation. Um I love what Amber is doing. She's very creative and her conversation with music, with themes. It just 
just writing. well, yeah, writing, just well-rounded. <laughs> and I pray that it just continued to grow and be more successful. <laughs> well, thank you all so much. Thank you, Mildred. Thank you all for listening to the As I Amber podcast, as well as watching on the YouTube channel. So don't forget to follow me at As I Amber, that is A-S-I-A-N-B-E-R on Instagram and Twitter. And let me know what were your thoughts about the best man. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for watching or listening. Bye. Bye.